What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. And we're going to give you our week 11 predictions. So um, we're going to do a pretty good deep dive into some of these games, um, especially to some of these crucial games, some of these more exciting games. Uh, but first, we got a little bit of news, um, some change-up in games. It's, uh, what is it, the Chicago Bears and the Rams in week 14 are being moved to Sunday Night Football in place of uh, Oakland yeah. and Pittsburgh. And in week 13, the Chargers and the Steelers are being moved to Sunday Night Football, while the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks are being moved to a different time. Yeah. So, uh, you know... Like you were talking about before the uh, before the podcast, I think it's good. I like it. Yeah. Because it makes you want to watch these primetime games. Like, who would want to watch? No offense to Russell Wilson or anybody like that. You know, I love those players, but who would want to watch Seahawks versus 49ers? Especially because they're probably going to blow them out. Yeah, it's, it's not 2012. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not that Super Bowl, like, contending, like, they're the best two teams in the NFC. It's not that type of stuff anymore. Yeah, and nobody wants to see a... Uh, Oakland get blown out oh, once no. again on prime time. Nobody wants to they've, see that. They've been like two like marquee mashups in quotations, and they've been blowing out in like both. Oh, first first Monday night football and then yeah Thursday night yeah. It's um I'm glad they're doing it and I'm looking forward to both of those games because mm-hmm. Pittsburgh doing this more. Yes, they do. This, this is kind of the first time I've ever seen them like. Yeah. I've seen them change games before, but this is the first time I've seen it do it this many times. Yeah. And I'm glad because I've actually wanted to sit down because sometimes like Monday Night Football sometimes becomes a throwaway game Mm -hmm. not all the time but I feel like sometimes they put these teams on that are not really compelling to watch and you're just like okay like I'll watch it just because it's something to watch but you're not like invested in the game but like you give me the Bears that like we were talking about yesterday they need to prove themselves against the Rams in primetime football Mm -hmm. I'm interested you got me hooked you give me the Chargers finally starting to catch fire and finally making a playoff push with the Steelers coming together, you got me in. You got me in. So it's yeah. it's interesting. It really is. And uh, Bears have, was this week 11? Yes, week 11 this All week. All right, so they got this primetime. Uh, next week they got a primetime on or Thanksgiving. And no. then, uh, and then uh, was it a week, uh, two weeks after the Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving Day games, can speak. Uh, they got another primetime, and they're only slated for two prime time, or three primetime games this year, and one and two not even including the Thanksgiving. So it start uh, they're starting to recognize which teams are good, mm-hmm. and they're trying to put those on there and put those teams in the spotlight. Yeah. Because you want to you want to highlight your playoff teams because a couple years ago I remember watching Oakland and Texans or Chiefs and Texans, and they were never highlighted. Throughout mm-hmm. the season, it, they were just like teams always had the four o'clock slot. They had like one or two primetime games the whole year, and you just didn't see a bunch of those teams. So when you watch those games, you're like, I don't know what I'm looking for to watch these yeah. games. I'm just watching two random teams. Well, and also for the playoffs, it gets you invested in some of these teams. You're like, because yeah. you think, for the most part, bearing any like huge yeah. crazy turn of events throughout the season where these teams just lose all these games. Yeah. These four teams, the Chargers, the Steelers, the Bears, and the Rams, should all make the playoffs yeah. in one way or another. Whether that's home field advantage, a two, three, or four, or five seed, it doesn't matter. They should all make the playoffs. And so it's like it gets you wanting to watch these teams again in the playoffs. You're like, oh, now I know who the Bears are. Okay, they're an exciting team. Or, mm-hmm. Okay, I, I didn't really know much about the Chargers because I don't really pay attention to 4 o'clock games, but, man, they're really good. They're fun to watch. Or, the, you yeah. know, whatever it is. 
Um, I think it's a huge thing for the playoffs, and it gets you invested in some of these playoff caliber teams. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad they're switching it up. Yeah, I am too. So we can jump right into to, or not tonight's game. Tomorrow night's Thursday night matchup. And uh, we got Green Bay at Seattle. I'm going to go it's, Seattle here. I just think okay. their overall team and the quarterbacks are similar in talent. And I think since Russell Wilson is able to move more, I think that's going to help Seattle more and it's going to help them win the game. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I was going to I was gonna say Seattle just for the simple fact. I think they're going to be able to run the ball um, very effectively against the Packers. Yeah. I think Russell Wilson is going to do what he does. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know how I feel about him. Um, I think he's going to have a great game or a game good enough to win. And yeah. Aaron Rodgers is by himself right now. You know, like he's got Devontae Adams. But Devontae Adams is the only receiver that's doing anything. So everybody's double covering him and taking him away. And he still gets his points. He still does what he does, you know, and he still gets his yards and whatnot. But, you know, they really need help from Aaron Jones in the backfield if they want any chance of winning this game. And I just don't see it happening. And I don't, I'm not confident in the Packers' defense to really slow down Russell Wilson or to really slow down a rushing attack. That is surprisingly good this season. Yeah, and uh, Aaron Rodgers, I, he's won his last three games against Seattle. Oh wow! And none of them, and none of them have been at Seattle. So this is yeah, this is in Seattle. This is in Seattle. Uh, his last two games in Seattle, he's lost. Yep. And uh, that being the, uh, the, was it the fail Mary? Is that what they call it? Is that what people call it? The fail Mary? The thing with the replacement refs? Yeah. We're going take call it caught in the end zone. Uh, it's debatable, uh, and then you got the uh, kind of the comeback in what the, the, uh, the, the NFC Championship. The NFC Championship debacle, yes. Yeah, um. and <laughs> he's on. And the crazy thing is, with how great Aaron Rodgers has been, uh, he's only thrown over three hundred yards once, and that was just uh, I think last year's game. Yeah, last year's game. Mm-hmm. He's uh, only thrown over three hundred yards once. I want to say he. I want to say he does. Uh, He's gonna have to. It does tomorrow night. Yeah, he has to. But I think the because the defense is a little bit better than they were last year. They were kind of banged up and all that. Even at the start of the season, they're kind of banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're more formed than they were at the start of last season because they played week one last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they're gonna come out with the intensity and be like we have a chance to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And we're as a whole, we are better than this Green Bay team, and we're at home. And I think they're going to come away with the win just because that mentality that uh, they have a chance to make the playoffs. And Seattle's a team that if they make it to the playoffs, they can beat anybody. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, you got Russell Wilson back there. Pete Carroll is a very good head coach. Yeah. Um, yeah, if they can make it to the playoffs and squeak in somehow, uh, especially if the Bears can um, beat the Vikings and push yeah. the Vikings down another loss, yeah, it's possible. But, you know, the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Anything's possible with them, too. What are they, 4-5-1? Yeah. and one? Mm-hmm. Um and the um geez Louise the Seahawks are what four and five, as well. Yeah. So you've got two teams fighting for that kind of sixth seed, like we talked about with Carolina being probably locking themselves in the fifth seed. Yeah. This, you know, despite any crazy happenings. Um. So these teams are fighting for the sixth seed. Um. In the NFC. And look, these, I think this could be an interesting game. I yeah. actually am excited to watch this because they're two of my favorite players to watch. Yeah. Two of the most exciting players to watch, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. And these teams are not going to give up. I mean, these quarterbacks are not going to give up. These yeah. guys want to win Super Bowls. They're not content with not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know how much longer Aaron Rodgers can take without winning another Super Bowl because, geez, yeah. dude, I mean, stuff is wearing thin up there in Green Bay. It really is. Uh, 
it, they the one thing that Green Bay has to do in this game is get the run game going, like they've mm-hmm. done the past couple weeks. Aaron Jones has to step it up. He has to be consistent. Mm. Uh, and they can't have any injuries, man. Man, they just they've yeah. been having injuries lately, like almost in every game, like somebody's getting nicked up somewhere. Uh, they gotta stay healthy throughout the game, mm-hmm. and uh, they just they gotta stay healthy. That's been their main issue too, throughout Aaron Rodgers' tenure in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It's just they haven't been able to stay healthy. Even when they won the Super Bowl, they had the most injuries in the NFL. They had the yeah. most people on IR. Yeah. and That's always been an issue with them. Yeah, staying healthy. And if they can stay healthy and somebody doesn't get knocked out for the game and they can get the run game going to complement Aaron Rodgers, they could they could easily win this game. Yeah. All right, so we'll go on to the uh, next game, which is Tennessee at Indy. I'm going to pick Indianapolis, but I'm not going to be as hard on the Colts as I've been in the past few weeks of saying I'm not I don't trust them and things of that nature. They've been proving me wrong as a fan mm. of the Colts for the last few weeks. Offensive line's been playing well. Mm. Um, like extremely well, like one of the best in the league. Andrew Luck's been playing at such an elite level. Yeah. And despite last week, they've had a pretty solid run game. They've had some they've been able to get some really good runs and keep the defense honest. That way yeah. Andrew Luck can torch them. But my question is that defense. <clears throat> they've got guys on there that can play. Yeah. They've got guys that can step up and make plays. But as a unit overall, they don't do enough to me that says, like, you're going to beat a team like the Titans. Because Mike Vrabel, um, despite how we felt at him, uh, felt about him before the season started, he's been a pretty good coach. Yeah. Like, he's actually been really good. And the Titans sitting at 5-4, and four, they've won the last two games. They destroyed the Patriots, like, destroyed them, like, mm-hmm. beat them really bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they could I – don't, I don't know. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be like a field goal, four, like three to five point type of game. But I see the Titans having control for most of the game and Andrew Luck having to make some like late game heroics that just come up short. And so that's why I'm picking the Titans. Yeah. Uh, but I, I won't say here, they've, they've controlled uh, the last two win, uh, the wins they've had, they've controlled. They control the time. If Tennessee can do that, I think they will. They they uh they can win this game. But I have Indy winning because I just think there's something about this team that says they're going to make the playoffs for some reason. I don't know why. It's because of Andrew Luck, maybe because we've seen him do it before in the past. Yeah. With really bad teams, his first three years in the league, <laughs> really willing them to a playoff berth, and he's gotten better each time he's made it to the playoffs. Uh, wild card, divisional round. Uh, uh, no Super Bowl this year. Yeah, but. <laughs> a- AFC Championship. But just getting to the playoffs is a big step in any young team's, uh, I guess, uh, rise to the top. Just getting to that playoffs. Getting that experience, yeah. yeah. Uh, look at the Yankees. We're going to baseball. They weren't supposed to make the playoffs a couple of years. Uh, was it two year, two seasons ago? They weren't supposed to make the playoffs. They were, they were like a couple years uh, above what they were supposed to be. They made the playoffs, made to uh I think the ALDS, uh, their conference, uh, their conference championship, and lost in like six games. Uh, we have the Celtics uh, going to two straight Eastern Conference, uh, Eastern Conference games. Uh, obviously getting swept one year, and then uh, going to the, uh, seven games with uh, their two stars out. I think if the Colts can get on a road, make it make it to the playoffs. I think they're going to be a team to beat in the next couple, in like the in like a. Probably uh, f- uh, two to five year span, because how young this team is and how young the core is, in general, and 
I just think they, they can win, and there's something special about this team that says they're going to make it to the playoffs. They're going to be a underdog story. Okay. Um, I'm not out on the Colts making the playoffs. Yeah. Like, they have proved me wrong. I'm a fan of them. I love the Colts. always have since I was a kid. Yeah. But I've had my reserves about them, especially this season. The defense just doesn't impress me. Yeah. And I still see them, although at the beginning of the season, I saw them as like a 9-7 possibility because, you know, they, they had their mess-ups early in the season. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make the playoffs starting 1-5. Yeah. It just is. And against a team like the Titans, who are, I think, just overall better and just have a better defense, mm-hmm. it does worry me to, to say, like, you know, the Colts are they're good. They're going to win this. Granted, last week, the Jacksonville Jaguars definitely have a more talented team than the Indianapolis Colts. And the Colts, despite the second half kind of just not getting in rhythm on offense, destroyed the secondary, which is the best in the NFL. Mm-hmm. O-line protection. Yeah, the O-line. If, if mm-hmm. they don't let up another pressure, another sack... Uh, Colts will do the exact same thing they did to uh, Jacksonville. Oh yeah, if you give Andrew Luck time, Andrew yeah. Luck's gonna make you pay. He he is a top, I think he's a top five quarterback in the league. When he's playing like this, he is. Yeah, he was when uh, the year what the year they went to the AFC Championship, forty touchdowns, thirty seven hundred yards. Like dude was balling by himself. Yeah, and then even with a torn shoulder, he still wasn't an elite quarterback. Even yep. though they went eight and eight, forty two hundred yards, thirty one touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. He. How bad people talked about him at the beginning of the season because they were losing. He was playing great. Mm-hmm. The play calls weren't the best. People, but you have analysts saying he's, well, he's not bad. He's not that good. And yeah. then now we're seeing, oh, well, he is that good. Yeah, he is that good. And yeah. then they, like they're acting like they never even said that he wasn't good at the start of the season. He's showing why yeah. he's showing why he's an elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's played through some, I'll say, a new system in a sense where. Uh, uh, not in a sense, but like he's he has a new system, he has a new coach trying to figure out what he wants to do with his team. He's a new head coach. This is his first head coaching job, and you you've seen that in the first couple of weeks where he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do with his team, mm-hmm. and they're starting to come along. Three straight wins yeah. could be four straight wins. I mean, yeah, it's definitely and a possibility. I think y'all, my, y'all have Miami next week. Yep, it could be five straight wins. Uh, Never know, yeah. Colts can definitely get on a roll here. They have some winnable games coming up, and y'all could definitely make it to the playoffs. And most win streaks are built upon beating weaker teams because yeah. you get that momentum. And then you can beat those good teams because you have so much momentum. Like the you Texans. feel so good about it. Yeah. The Texans are a perfect example. They started yeah. beating a couple bad teams. They got on a roll. Like, the Colts were one of them. The Colts yeah. weren't good at the beginning of the season. And, yeah, they got on a roll. Six straight wins. So, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I just trust the Titans roster yeah. I do trust the roster more than I do the Jaguars this season. But you're picking Indy. Um, I'm picking Tennessee. You're picking Tennessee? Yeah, I said Tennessee. Oh, I think you said Indy. No, no, no. I, that's why no. I'm saying I trust Tennessee's roster more to to not make the same mistakes that Jacksonville did against Indy. And like you said, the time of possession is a huge factor. Mm-hmm. And I think the Colts can sometimes – they can definitely run the clock down. Mm-hmm. They've had They've shown that they can sustain drives, but they also have shown – we're a big play team, and we can make big plays, 50-yard touchdowns, 30-yard touchdowns, quick drives. Then you get Tennessee in. They start running five, four, six, seven yards, and that Colts defense just starts wearing out and being worse than they already are. It's, it's you know, I just, that's the way I see the game going. That's why I say it's going to be close, but I still see the Titans kind of controlling the game. If they, if they get a lead early, if the Colts get a lead early. They're going to have to. I, I, I think uh, – uh, that's why I have them winning because I think they will get a lead early and they will force Marcus Mario to pass and be a pocket passer. 
uh, not necessarily force him to be a pocket passer because he can still scramble, mm. but force him to make plays with his arm. And he hasn't really done that much. Done that that much. This he's year. been better the last couple of games, but yeah, yeah it's uh, he he's still he, been inconsistent. He still, I don't think he's thrown over three hundred yards in those two games either. Probably not. But his uh, but his whole ability is predicated on running, yeah. which I get. It's not a franchise quarterback quality, but he he's been he's been better at passing. He's been yeah. better. Yeah, that's uh, and they're going to have to force him and not force him, but Marcus Mario has to trust himself in this game for them to win. Yeah, he he really does. Uh, we've seen at times where he doesn't really trust himself when he's throwing the ball, so he'll overthrow somebody or way underthrow somebody just so it doesn't get picked off. I think it's a lot of mental. It's like, dude, yeah. you've got the talent. We've mm-hmm. seen you have the talent. Yeah. We saw you in college. I know it was a lot of RPO stuff, but he was accurate. It wasn't yeah. like he was overthrowing people ever in college and yeah. ever making bad That's decisions. That's why I liked him a lot. That's why I liked him and I still, way more than Jameis coming yeah. out. And I'm still not going to give up on him as a quarterback, mm, no. but... That's I mean, but against the Colts secondary, yeah. that's you know Malik Coker's not playing great this season. He's been solid. Mm-hmm. Kenny Moore's been the standout guy, but he's kind of by himself. Quincy Wilson's not been great. Mm-hmm. The safeties, um, Clayton Gathers, has not been fantastic yeah. at all. I think maybe they keep him under three hundred yards, but I mm-hmm. still see him having like a couple touchdowns through the air, just because I don't trust that secondary. I, th- I think the X factor matchup is uh, Kenny Moore and Taewon Taylor. Okay. To slot the slot the slot uh, matchup. Okay. It, it it's I think it's going to determine what type of game it's going to be. Okay. All right. So we'll go on to uh, was it Cincinnati at Baltimore? Yep. And I'm going to go Baltimore. Okay. I just both teams are on a downhill slide. Yeah, like it's Cincinnati's weird. not playing great as of late. Um, and Lamar might get the start. We still haven't. Oh, had, really? He, we still haven't had confirmation, but something is. He, Joe Flacco's injured, quotations. I don't think he's actually injured, but he's injured. Uh, so, Lamar might get the start. They do that every time when you've had somebody there for so long and say, or you have somebody that's a plan there and they haven't performed like they should, mm-hmm. and you bring somebody else to force them to play better and they still haven't played better, so you say they're injured. I think like, that's what they're doing with like, oh, Joe is, Flacco. Uh, is your ankle hurting or whatever? I don't yeah. even know what he's injured. Like, oh, is your ankle hurting? Uh, set out this game. We'll just see if I think, he can I think do it's it. a shoulder Shoulder? Oh, okay, yeah, shoulder uh, issue. So, yeah, but... Uh, I'm happy for Lamar if he gets a start. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to see him play. And I think they will win because I think John Harbaugh wants to open up this offense with Lamar. You could tell he There's wants to... He's been putting do. him out there more and more each week. There's a, so much you can do with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He's not a great passer. Um, but he... But if the, you say he's a great passer, you don't watch football. Yeah. He's not a great passer. Uh, but he but knows he's, that, a, he's a special talent. Yeah, and at least he knows how to make reads. The thing I liked about Barry Petrino is he forced him to make reads. No, he's a smart kid. He's yeah. smart, yeah. And uh, when you give him some reads, give him some short passes, he's he does best when he gets in the rhythm. Give him some short passes to start off the game mm-hmm. and then game into a rhythm, and then you take those deep shots. That's where he does his best at. No, he's got a big arm. Yeah. I'm just saying he's not accurate. He's got a big arm. Like He can launch it I'm saying. I'm saying you have to give him rhythm. Yeah. Get it, yeah, you know, I agree with that. Like, get him in rhythm, get get him going, get yeah. him, you know, comfortable. Not dink and dunks, but like, you know, some some uh, some cool. routes across the middle, some f- routes into the flat. Get your running backs going, you know, mm-hmm. get some tight ends, fullbacks, whatever you got. And they got a good receiving core. Yeah, yeah, um, they do actually. They have a really good receiver, which is I, I'm surprised Joe Flacco's not done better. Yeah, and I think it just kind of shows like Joe Flacco's peak was. Kind of that Super Bowl run, and ever since then, you know, he got paid and just hasn't performed well. I don't think he's carried. I think he has the Jay Cutler syndrome, like I've said uh, a yeah. couple weeks ago. 
He just I, doesn't. Man. He just got the money. He's like, oh, I don't care. I got the money. I got a ring. I got the, this. I got yeah. the money. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. And I'm gonna be starting again. Like they yeah. don't got any. Well, now they got Lamar. So, like, I mean, Joe Flacco will probably go start somewhere else, like in a Jacksonville or something. I mean, you know, somewhere that could definitely need an upgrade, or the Giants or something like that. Um, oh, I, was, I, seen, I don't know why. It's a little bit off topic, but I seen something. It was uh, Eli Manning to to Tampa. No. I was like, no. I was like, no. I was like, he hasn't. He, his arm looked really weak. We'll get into that when uh, we get the Giants game. But his arm just looked really weak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, man, I haven't picked a team yet. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cincy. You're gonna go Cincy. I'm gonna go Cincy. Um, if Lamar is starting, I think you know, I think he'll play well. I think he'll do fine. I think we'll have some you know electric plays. We're gonna be like, oh man, like he's got a future in this league. Yeah. But, you know, if with Hugh Jackson coming back, you know, being familiar with a lot of those players like we talked about, mm-hmm. that could be that could help. That could really help. Um, I know it's he's coming in, you know, you know, off the street just after being the Browns head coach. He's not been with that team for long. Yeah. But like we said, he knows those players, a lot of them. And, you know, I get if AJ Green's out, it's going to hurt, but their offense is not just AJ Green. Mm-hmm. Um they've got Joe Mixon. They've got Giovanni Bernard. They've got yeah. Tyler Boyd. You know, they've got some guys on that team that can make plays. Andron's not trash. Yeah. He's not great, but he's capable. And I think he's going to be capable enough. I know that defense for the Bengals has been, like, historically bad. Yeah. Like, historically. Uh, like, tw- they, in, like, the last four games or something, they've allowed, like... 500 yards. No, over 2,100 yards in the last four games. Yeah, I don't know, like five hundred a game. Yeah, it's like been like like the worst stretch in NFL history. Yeah, I know. yeah, I've heard that. But they too. fired that guy. They fired their defensive coordinator. Yeah, roughly so. They should have. Yeah, so I think they'll be able to get back on track. They've got the players on defense to do it. Like yeah, they have the definitely. guys. They have really good players. So you get a better scheming. You get a better coach in place. I can see them winning this game. They kind of need to if they want to stay in that playoff hunt. Yeah, they really do. Uh, and so does Baltimore as well. Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. And this is a home game for Baltimore. They lo- they dropped the one Cincy. Uh, that's why I have them winning because I think the defense is better. Okay. I think they'll be able to shut Andy Dalton down a little bit because I know Hugh Jack Andy Dalton had his best season with Hugh Jackson, uh, and that's going to take a little bit to get back into that rhythm of that 2015 form. And I don't think they're going to do it this week, especially against a top ten defense. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to Carolina at Detroit. I don't really got much to say on this one. Um, we've talked either. a lot about Matt Patricia and how the, that team just isn't gelling a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some days they'll give Carryon Johnson a crap ton of ter- uh, carries, and he does well. And then other games they'll give him like eight carries or eight touches, and you're mm-hmm. like, he's good. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Matt Stafford hasn't played particularly well this season. Um, they traded Golden or yeah, traded Golden Tate. They're deep, I think you know, it was a stupid decision. But... Um, Ashawn Robinson's been a guy that they haven't played a lot. They've like yeah. rotated him in. And he's good. Yeah, no, I know. There's something so, wrong there. I would just want to know, like, who's yeah. their other defensive tackle? Snacks. Snacks Harrison. Snacks Harrison and who? Who's the other guy? Don't they got another good guy? They do. I just forgot his name. I forgot his name. Yeah, but their but their run off, or the the run defense was the thing that was killing them. Yeah, well, and they put the two big guys in there last week. They stopped a really good run attack was yeah. in Chicago. Only held them to twenty one yards, I think. Uh, and that's that's name that's uh, uh I think that's counting Trubisky's runs too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so their run defense is there. Uh, I think they do have a chance to win this game because Carolina is a run heavy offense. 
their run attack is what gets their pass game. Yeah, I mean, definitely. With Christian McCaffrey and yeah. the read option, the RPOs that they can do, Cam Newton design runs. Yeah, it's so, going yeah. to be a low-scoring game, but I think because uh, Carolina's defense will cause a couple turnovers okay. is what will win them the game. I think it actually kind of – I think it could be like a 20-point victory for the Panthers. Uh, yeah, it could easily um, be that, too. I could see it kind of being like the Chicago game. Yeah. Where they're up by a lot and they just kind of take their foot off the gas and Detroit kind of comes back in, but they really never have a chance. They always do that. They, they, it's, it's Matt Stafford. Yeah. He's, he's like, great. I want to – He's the best garbage talent quarterback of all time. Yeah, I mean, like he gets all his yards, all his stats, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's still good. He just yeah. hasn't played great this season. And it doesn't give me confidence saying, like, they can beat a team like the Panthers, especially coming off a loss like they did. So, yeah. that's why I'm choosing the Panthers. Yeah. So, uh, we'll go to Dallas and Atlanta. A game that could have been a marquee matchup yeah, coming into the season, but both teams have underperformed to other issues, uh, one being coaching for Dallas and injuries for Atlanta. So, I'm going to go with Dallas. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas as well. Um, Man, I was hoping you'd pick uh, Atlanta. No, well, I had Dallas coming in just for the simple fact I trust their defense more. We talked so. about how good their defense has been, and they've got some players. And they started giving Zeke the ball last week against a, lo- a whole lot better defense. Yeah, if they can give Zeke against this defense who's been just so depleted. Yeah. They played well lately, but like last game, you know, like we heard, I heard some stuff about how around the whole team there was this sense of like, oh, well, it's the Browns. We'll take care of it when we get there. Yeah. It's the Browns, so like you know, well it'll be all right. We'll we'll it's, do it when it sounds to. like a team that went to the Super Bowl and lost. Yes, and thinks they can kind of coast their way back or coast their way back to the playoffs and actually try trying the playoffs. And that's probably what happened to them last year. They kind of coasted their way back into the playoffs. They barely made it into the playoffs mm-hmm. uh, with a Week Seventeen win, and then uh, be a very young Rams team uh, in the Coliseum uh, mm-hmm. Coliseum. And uh, then uh, barely lost to a Philly team because I don't think they were prepared. Uh, and Philly was just more prepared than them. Mm-hmm. And they had a chance. Yeah. They had a chance. And obviously Julio's no-touchdown streak was still going at that point. Yeah, I mean, if they would have been able to win that game, they could have went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because uh, I think they probably would have beaten the Vikings. It just shows you how good of a team they were. Mm-hmm. And with the amount of injuries they've had, it shows how depleted they are. Yeah. Um, especially with their two best defensive players, in my opinion, Deion Jones and uh, I always forget. I always get one right and I always miss the other one. Deion Jones and you're talking about the you're talking about Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal. Um, so yeah, with those guys, maybe they're I would say they're two best defensive players, two of the better defensive players in the league. Mm-hmm. It hurts, and like you said, the Cowboys ran the ball against a much better defense last week. Yeah, super effectively against the Eagles, mm-hmm. and we're able to beat them. I think it's going to be no different. I think Zeke's yeah. going to have another 150-yard game. I think I could I could really see that happening. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, you know, we, you were talking about it, how Dak is just – he's great off play action. Yeah. And I think in this game, as long as they feed Zeke and they give him 20, 25 touches, um, you know, 20 carries, five receptions, something like that, get him in the game, like, a lot, mm-hmm. Dak's going to have a pretty successful game because he's going to be able yeah. to play action, sit back, and pass it or mm-hmm. take off and run or something like that. Yeah, it's just, uh, I agree with you on that one. Is uh, yeah, they gotta get Zeke the ball. Uh, they did it last week. I want to see him do it this week. Uh, that's the reason they'll. That's the reason I think they're favored to win the division right mm-hmm. now. 
is because they're actually giving Zeke the ball more. They mm-hmm. weren't doing it earlier part of the season. Yep. And they're starting to do it now. Uh, Philly, we'll talk about them when we get there, but they face New Orleans this week. They're not going to win that game. No. Uh, so Dallas can get up a couple games on Philly. They can catch up to Washington because Washington has a who, tough game this week. Uh, Houston. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Washington's a weird team. We'll get. The, well, I'll I'll say my little fun fact when when we get there. But uh, yeah, Dallas is the favorite to win this division, in my opinion. Right now, yeah. But they have to feed Zeke the ball. Yes, they do. And it's it's just like you've got one of the best running backs in the game. Yeah. You're not sure about your quarterback. Stop trying to put him in a pocket situation. Yeah. Dak Prescott is a very good leader. Mm-hmm. He can pass the ball pretty effectively, mm-hmm. but he needs the run game. Yeah. He's not a guy that can sit back in the pocket, sit back in the shotgun, yeah. and pick apart a defense. That's not what he is. Yeah. We saw in college he was an athlete. Yeah. The dude could run over people. The dude could run through people. He mm-hmm. was huge. Yeah. And it's like just give let let do some read option. Yeah. Let him run the ball. Give Zeke, you know, g- let them do that because I think that could be really effective. Almost use him like Cam. Yeah. I'd almost use him like Cam Newton in a way. Yeah. Except I think Cam's a better thrower than Dak. Obviously. Or Trubisky. Or Trubisky. They, they, they make they make Trubisky run more finesse runs, more than they do Cam. So I think because he's a much smaller stature than Cam, make him run some more finesse stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I think get him involved in the run game and like you mm-hmm. were, like you say, just get him involved in the play action and feed Zeke the ball. Yeah. This team could go to the playoffs and make some noise. Yeah. But they need to have that identity of what they really are and not try to fake a team that they're really not. Yeah, like uh, they created the dynasty in the 90s with Emmett, with Aikman, and uh, Irving. Irvin. Uh, they created the dynasty. And ever since that dynasty, they've been trying to copy other dynasties. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they need to create their own identity and stop using fake ones. Mm-hmm. And I think they show that their identity is still Zeke. And just yes, feeding the ball. easily. You ride, what you, you ride your best player. He's their best player. You mm-hmm. ride him, and you will win this division. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah. they are within reach of the division. Yeah. Do what you do best. Yeah. Don't try to get fancy. Don't try to do something stupid. You do what you do best. The Cowboys will make the playoffs. All they have to do is just win four more games, I think. You, yeah. You just go eight and eight, you win the division. You could really do it, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we'll go to uh, Tampa and New York, and I'm going to go Tampa. I'm going to go to New York. Or Giants. We're going to say Giants, just – Play up Giants, not not the Jets, the Giants. Oh yeah, the yeah, Giants. I'm gonna yeah. go with the Giants. You're gonna, gonna go with Tampa. Tampa. Okay. I just Eli, man, he just I've, no, he's not great. No, well, he's, he's done. <laughs> he's done. Well, he can't. He had he had Saquon wide open on a wheel route, and he just he underthrew him about like five yards. Yeah. And it was it was terrible. And then they were showing highlights <clears> through the game. He he had like. Five, four or five underthrows where he could have had legit touchdowns on. Mm. He just can't throw it anymore. He can't. It's uh, it's what Peyton Manning had. Peyton Manning cannot throw the ball anymore. Uh, yeah. Just, he needs to retire. He really does. No team's going to save him. He cannot fend in any other system because he can't throw the ball 30 yards. When he can't move. Yeah. He just he can't move anymore. Um, But with that being said... I don't trust the Buccaneers' defense. Yeah, it's weird. They get 500 yards total offense and only have three points. <laughs> Who did? Tampa last week. Oh, gosh. Um, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, you know, you can't trust their offense completely. Mm-hmm. You can never trust Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's great when he comes in off whatever, but he's never great as a true starter. Yeah. And I think the I think the Giants' offense can take advantage. I think Saquon's going to have a huge game. 
both receiving and rushing. I think Odell's going to have another big game. I think he could have another two-touchdown game, get over 100 yards this time. And I think Eli could at least throw for 250 and three touchdowns. I think he could at least do that, just get in the vicinity of some of those playmakers. Mm-hmm. I think some stuff could really happen. And I don't think it's going to be a pretty game. I think this could be like a, a 20-7 to seven get type of game. Or in 9-6. to six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know about 96, but I mean, yeah, it could. It's possible, but. They made a weird move by cutting Chandler or Catanzaro. Who did? The, t- the Tampa. No. They were kicker. I don't know why. He was doing pretty good for you. I don't know what he did to make you all mad. But yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they. Uh, that's, that's kind of their issue, too. Their special teams. They haven't had a real special teams kicker in a while. And. Nope. It, it, it cost them some games. Uh, and this and it kind of shows that when you go to Tampa, there's pressure on you immediately. Mm-hmm. If you don't make a field goal, you're probably gone. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, but if they if Giants can get to a field goal game with them, they'll win the they'll win the game. Yeah. Because uh, Tampa kickers just not reliable. Yeah, I mean, but like you said, if Eli doesn't get going, then or if he can't just make some some throws, some they're not throws. gonna win. Yeah, like he did last week, just some throws he can make. Let Saquon do the uh. Let Saquon carry the load, and they will win this game. But I, I think they're going to try to force Eli to pass a little bit, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is uh, – there's not going to be four turnovers by Tampa this, this week like they did last week. And I think if they get 500 yards, they're not going to score three points again. Yeah. That's just a weird stat. But, yeah, we'll go to Houston at Washington. Okay. I'm going to go Washington. Okay. I've because got the Texans. Every, this is my fun fact. Every time – they have led this season. They have won, and they've led the whole game. They have never trailed during during one of their wins. In every single one of their losses, they have never. Uh, every single one of their losses, they have never led, led. again. Yeah, yeah. that's and interesting. I, and, that shows you the type of team they are. Yeah, they are a run heavy, defense reliant football team. Yeah, they do not trust Alex Smith to win them games. Yeah, they paid him all that money. They traded for him. But it's probably because they just didn't want Kirk Cousins. They didn't want they neither wanted to be with each other anymore. So look, Alex Smith is a good quarterback, mm-hmm. but we see with Andy Reid how much of a how much of a game changer he made him. Yeah. We saw with Jim Harbaugh how much of a game changer he made Alex Smith. Yeah, Jay Gruden's a good coach, but he, I don't think he's on the level of those guys. No, he's not. And we haven't seen Alex Smith really do much this year at all, if anything, really. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Peterson have a resurgence of his career. Um, he's heavily relied on. That defense is very good. Yeah. Ha ha Clinton Dix, DJ Swearinger. Maybe the best safety duo in the league. Maybe. I, I think they're going to. Josh Norman. They're going to cause a couple turnovers. And it's game. That's why I think they're going to win. Okay. They're going to cause a couple turnovers. They're going to probably get the first score of the game. Uh, and then they're going to rely on Adrian Peterson. Okay. That's My bold prediction is Demarius Thomas. What is this? His, no, this isn't his debut game. But I think Demarius Thomas in this game. We're going to have a huge breakout game. He'll have eight catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown. I think he could have, like, a huge game. I think Texans will show why this AFC South is still wide open. Maybe. Uh, I, I think there's going to be a couple turnovers from Deshaun uh, because he does that sometimes. He, he does have a lot of turnovers in some games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to be able to get to Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun, Jackson, Deshaun Watson. And they're gonna, they're gonna, they may get a strip sack. Um, my bill prediction is two interceptions by the Sean, okay, and one, uh, one strip sack by uh the Washington D line, okay. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, Jonathan Allen, DeAndre Payne, my, uh, De- uh, Deron Payne, Deron Payne, 
<laughs> it's similar, but yeah. Yeah, I I think they're they're gonna cause a couple turnovers like they did with uh, Tampa last week, mm-hmm. and I, they shut down that high powered offense. Mm-hmm. And I think they can shut down uh, Houston's too, especially at home. Okay. Because they did on the road last week, they can do it at home definitely. Okay. I mean, yeah, they're I'd say they're a better home team. They're better suited to play at home. Yeah. Uh, but I just trust I trust Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I think the Texans are on a hot streak right now. Yeah. They've got guys playing insanely well on mm-hmm. both sides of the football. And I think Bill O'Brien's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. I think him and Jay Gruden are kind of comparable as yeah. they're both really good coaches. When you give them pieces, like they can coach their butts off. Yeah. They're not guys that are gonna take a bad team and make them good. But they're gonna take a they could take a mediocre team and make them very good and very competitive. Almost a Super Bowl contender, maybe. And so I think Houston's going to be able to have an explosive offense this game. Yeah. And I just think Washington's not going to be able to keep up. Yeah, this could easily be a blowout by No, Houston. it could. Because, yeah. like, Washington just doesn't score points a yeah. lot. Yeah, I'm just going to really build with it is what I'm doing here. But I can see Houston taking control of this game and not, not laying up off the gas at mm-hmm. all. All right, so we'll uh, go to our next game, which is Pitt at Jacksonville. What was supposed to be the Sunday night game. Oh, wow. Yes, because, see, it was supposed to be this rematch of the uh, AFC Divisional round and last yeah. year's blowout, and I think the Steelers have a chance to blow them out this time. Because the Steelers will. are a better team than the Colts. I think they will. And with the Colts being able to take advantage of the Jaguars the way they did in the first half and just couldn't really get it going in the second half, I think the Steelers would do both. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see this being like the uh, the, the uh, Carolina game when they blew, like, they blew them out last week. Yeah. This could get ugly quick. Um... They just – it's just something about the Jaguars, man. I don't know if it's Blake Bortles that has brought the team morale down. I don't know if there's fighting in the locker room going on. I don't know if it's Doug Marone's just not coaching well. I don't know what it is because this team was sitting at 3-1 and one as Super Bowl favorites just beating the Patriots and kind of uh, manhandling them. Like, oh, this team could win the Super Bowl. And now they're 3-6. and 3-6. and six. That's what they are. They're, they're not making the playoffs. Yeah, they're definitely That's not. not happening because I don't see them beating Tennessee. I don't see them beating Houston. And they might not beat the Colts um, and, 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 and split a game with them. And they've been terrible in Jacksonville too. Yeah. It, so. Like, I don't know, man. It's just – it is very weird, like, how bad they've been. And they've got pretty much the exact same team back. I get Fournette's been out. That's why I think because teams have to change it up. We've seen it uh, in years past where a team has this really good season and they don't change anything up. They won the – Sustain and maintain. They don't want to improve. Yeah, and they want. Well, they they're don't afraid want to, to. Yeah, and take a chance. Yeah, and they don't want to digress. Or digress. That's right. Digress. Regress. It? Regress. There. I don't know why. That's. I was thinking decrease. I don't know why, but yeah, they don't want to regress either, and uh, so they just want to stay the same. Mm. While every other team is getting better. And they should have took a chance on Lamar Jackson. They really should have. They should have took a chance or Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Because those guys, both of those guys. Colin Kaepernick, we keep talking about it. Take a chance on somebody else. Yeah. Because Blake Bortles is not getting it done. Yeah. I don't care about the distractions. I don't care about what the media is going to think or what. If you want to win football games with that team before their contracts run out and you have to pay Jalen Ramsey as the top corner in the league, before you have to pay Leonard Fournette a lot of guaranteed money, before you have to pay Calais Campbell or Malik Jackson or Telvin Smith, Miles Jack, yeah. some of these huge contracts you're going to have to do. You might want to fix this quarterback situation because this window is running out. Yeah. And if um, unless it already has. Years. Yeah, they get they, this year's already gone. Mm-hmm. They got two more years probably. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, and they got a lot of skill positions on offense here. D.D. Westbrook, yeah, D.J. Chark, uh, yeah, Keelan Cole, 
uh, who they don't trust uh, because he had a couple fumbles. Like everybody has a couple fumbles. Uh, and then the the guy they brought in last week fumbled to lose the game. Yeah, uh, Rashad Grant. Yeah, the yeah. one they benched Keelan Cole for. They, he fumbled too. DJ Chark <laughs> dropped a wide open touchdown pass against Philly in London. Uh, it's just they don't know what they're doing right now on the offensive end, and that's what's killing them. Yeah, and, and this and, is going to be a blowout. Yeah, and as much as Blake Bortles had his little dink and dunk um, success with uh, against the Colts, the Colts' defense, as we've stated, is not great. Their pass defense is especially not great. And everybody looks good against the Colts' secondary. Everybody yeah. does. Like, me and you could go out there. I mean, I know this is over an exaggeration, but we could look good. It's like yeah. they just don't look that good. The Colts' secondary does. And so it's going to make Blake Bortles and, look a little bit better. His inflate his numbers. And Pitt's defense has been stepping it up the past couple of weeks, too. Yeah, they really have. Um, I think it's going to be a 30-point game. You, uh, I think it's going okay. to be 42-10, maybe. Okay. 42-3. It's okay. going to be easily a 40-point game. It's going to be a blowout. Right. It, it's going to be reminiscent of the uh, Panthers game. Yeah, I mean, it, it could really get that ugly. I mean, yeah. If Blake Bortles can't sustain drives, if Leonard Fournette's not getting it done, and that defense is going to have to be out there, and they just keep getting exposed, um, like the Colts exposed them last week, and like multiple teams have done this season... Not be pretty good. It yeah. get pretty ugly. So uh, we'll go on to our next game, which is Denver at the Chargers. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I got I got the Chargers, but I can easily see Denver. Denver's a weird team. I've got Denver winning. I think Denver it's going to be like the upset of the week. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this before, and I was like one of my bold predictions is I think it's going to be an upset. Uh, I I can see it. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's why I paused a little bit. Because they're not going fourteen and two. Who the the Chargers? They're not going fourteen and two. Let me see real quick because they they got moved to Sunday night. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I'll let you talk real quick. But but we'll, yeah, we'll the reason I'm picking the Denver Broncos is like you said, they are a weird team. They've got Bradley Chubb, who a lot of people was like, well, he's not that great of a pass rusher, and he might not. And like me and you thought, he's not going to fit great into a three four defense. He has eight sacks. He is. Balling out of his mind. He's playing outstanding this year. Along with Von Miller getting nine sacks. Along with Derek Wolf and Shane Ray and Shaquille Barrett. All those guys rushing the passer, getting after it. Their secondary is playing pretty solid. Yeah. Their defense can help win this game. And look, I know the the Chargers have been an explosive offense this year. They've shown that they are capable of that. Mm-hmm. I th- you know, we saw Denver shut down Kansas City. They were an explosive offense, way yeah. more than uh, the Chargers. So I could see this happening again. I could yeah. see this coming down to a field goal. You know, like last year, um, for what first game of the season, Broncos blocked won. Yeah, blocked field goal, something like that. I yeah. could see it coming down to that. And I think Von Miller and Bradley Chubb are both <clears throat> going to have um, two sacks apiece. And Von Miller is going to have a strip sack because he's not called strip sack Miller for no reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they had a bad showing against uh, the Raiders last week. Uh, Raiders had a, chance, a couple of chances to win that game. Well, and sometimes you play bad teams and you know you're going to beat them. Like you yeah. see, you see this from good teams. Like you see it from Alabama sometimes. We're like, why didn't they blow that bad team out even more? Why didn't they score sixty points? They only scored thirty. Well, they don't have to. They know yeah. they're going to win. It, the Raiders were never going to beat the Chargers, mm-hmm. so their offense is not going to look as special because they're kind of more like. Let's win this game. Let's get the points we need to. Let's kind of get out of here so nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know, because the Raiders are not good. Uh, yeah, I like, well, their next couple of games are at home against, mm-hmm. obviously, this Broncos game, and, and then this, and they get Arizona next week. Okay. Then yeah. they go to Pitt on Sunday night. That'd be uh, a tough one. Pitt plays great on primetime at home. They mm-hmm. always do. 
Uh, then they are back at home against the Bengals. So they can they could go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them was that three. I'm gonna give them ten or uh, ten and three. They'll lose to the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Uh, ten and four. They'll lose to Baltimore. They'll be ten and five. And then they'll beat Broncos week seventeen in Denver. Okay. Uh, I'll give them an eleven five record. Okay. Uh, and I, they have to win this game. They do. Uh, without it does jumping. get it does get tougher. Yeah, it, this this AFC is jumbling up to a lot of four and five teams, uh, <laughs> five and four teams, five and four, four and five, six and three, but could drop to six and four. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. It, this the AFC races can get really interesting. Like the mm-hmm. Colts emerging, the Titans starting to play well. Yeah, the Texans may lose a game like this week too. You know, may, we don't know yeah. truly what the Redskins how good they are. But they they got six wins or six they, and three. They can solidify. They're going to make the playoffs. They just have to win this game. They got to beat Arizona next week, and they got to beat Baltimore and they got to beat Denver okay. later on in the year. It's what they got to do. Okay. It's literally what they got to do. They can easily go nine and two and have just one more run to get into the playoffs. Okay. All right. So, uh, which way? All right. So we'll go. Uh, the game of the week here: Oakland at Arizona. Can't wait for this one. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm going to go Arizona. I trust Josh yeah. Rosen. I think he's been pretty solid this year from what I've seen of him. Um, you know, Baker's probably been the best quarterback so far this year. Just because I feel like he's gotten the most – he's just gotten a better chance to. Yeah. Um, more, Josh Allen doesn't – or my bad. Josh Rosen doesn't have a lot around him. Yeah. Um, and he's not, he's not an O-line either. Do you guys know who the offensive coordinator is for the uh, Arizona Cardinals? Do you know? Oh, Brian Leftwich. Brian Leftwich. And um, David Johnson's playing a lot better with Brian Leftwich as the offensive coordinator. I think Brian Leftwich was is a good is a good coach. Yeah. I think he well, is. He, he learned and he was with uh, Big Ben for so long as a backup. Yeah. I mean He learned under Bruce Arians for a while. He was a he was on the coaching staff when uh they went to the NFC championship. Yeah. He was the quarterback's coach. Uh or assistant to the quarterback's coach, my bad. So, yeah, I mean he uh he's worked his way up, he's gained his spot. Or he's getting his chance. They played pretty good against the Chiefs last week. Yeah. I know they lost about 12 or something. They played pretty good. They were in that game for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't I play think this bad. Could be, this could be a blowout. He needs better skill positions around him. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald is Larry Fitzgerald, yes. But Chad Williams, he's terrible. He had, his first catch came against uh, the Bears. What's Christian and Kirk doing this season? Not much. He's doing good. He's doing him, good. him and uh, Josh. Uh, Josh are connecting a little bit. It's just more the O line's been really bad. Yeah, been and really bad. Obviously, Larry's getting older. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he hasn't produced this year as he would want him to because he is older. Uh, Christian well, Kirk, just the offense wasn't great at the beginning of the yeah. season. Yeah, and it just kind of uh, and the O line's been terrible as well. The O line has, hasn't been the best. The best player is Mason Cole, who's a rookie from Michigan, who I thought could be a th- uh, well, he think he won the fifth round. He was. I thought, uh, in my opinion, he could have been like a third-round pick. He's had his ups and downs. The defense has has, has had its ups and downs. The strong, yeah, they're strong. not what they used to be, for uh, sure. The, obviously, they have Patrick Peterson. Uh, their linebacking core has just vanished off the map. They used to be pretty good. They just vanished. Uh, ever since Clay's came Buda Baker's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's, he's going to really be a star. He's going to be a star. Uh, ever since Clay's Campbell left, the D-line's been nowhere. Mm-hmm. And they've like, been terrible in the run game. Uh... And that's the same with Oakland. Oakland can't get a run game going mm-hmm. either. Uh, they just try to air the ball out through four quarters. They don't give any 
they don't give the chance for the running backs to get going. And I think that's why uh, Arizona's going to win this game because Derek Carr, I don't think he cares. I don't think he's just going to be slinging the ball. It's going to get intercepted a couple times by Patrick Pearson, by Buda Baker, or I think Jamal Williams plays for them. Mm. Uh, from that mistaken, and maybe and maybe a linebacker intercepts it. I don't know the linebackers because they've literally been picking up just random free agents at linebackers. I think Deion Buchanan's one of them. Yeah, well, he's been there. Yeah, he's been there. He's solid. Yeah. Um, is, he, is he still play for him? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty I'm gonna sure look it up, but yeah. As uh, I think Arizona's just a better all around team and actually care about winning yeah. and improving a little bit, while Oakland's just like. And I like Steve Wilkes a lot as a yeah, coach. Yeah, I do too. And, I, and with Brian Leftwich coming on and mm-hmm. David Johnson looking a lot better and a lot more comfortable in this type of offense, yeah. Um, I could see this game getting ugly. And I could see us kind of fir- finally seeing um, Josh Rosen have this huge game that we're all kind of waiting for. So. Yeah, I def- definitely. All right, so uh, we'll go to our next game, which is Philly at New Orleans. And sorry, Philadelphia, but Super Bowl hangover is real. They are going to drop to four and six. Still have a chance to win the division. They but. still do. It's not over yet. It's definitely not over. But New Orleans is just such a great football team So right now. Yeah. Defense is playing on fire. Um, when they need them to make plays, they make plays. Of course, Drew Brees and those guys are making plays. It, yeah. I think it did hurt him that Dez got hurt because I think Dez would have had an impact eventually, like a pretty big one. But they still got it. They still got such a great team with Drew Brees and Sean Payton manning this ship. I don't. I don't see Philadelphia beating them at all. I. I just don't see it they still, at all. They still got Houston and the Rams, and they still got to face uh, Washington twice. Who does Philly? Yeah, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. It could be. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's that's a why tough I said stretch. Dallas is the favorite to win this. That's the, a tough stretch. Yeah, it's favorite to win because they match up better against some of these teams. You know the sad thing is Philadelphia has a good enough team. To beat the Saints. Yeah. But it's just not going to happen. Because <laughs> it's just it, not. The way they're playing this year. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dallas controlled that game uh, last Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of happy this isn't a Sunday night game because it easily could have been. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's a defending Super Bowl champion to get Drew Brees. Uh, I'm just happy it's not because this is going to be a blowout. I know it's going to be a primetime game. This could be like the Cincinnati game last week. With uh, with New Orleans, this could easily be a blowout. Maybe, maybe. Because uh, in my opinion, New Orleans, they had a sh- uh, shootout blowout mm-hmm. uh, where you won by 15 points, or you won by 10, 13, or in between 10, 15 points. But you have like both of y'all have like 30, 30 to 50 points. Mm-hmm. They had a shootout blowout. They kind of blew out Rams in a shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could. And Philly's not going to keep up with their offense. No, it's, it's not going to happen. Uh, Ronald it's Darby not. getting injured mm. out for the season. Uh, uh, Drew Brees is going to throw for over 400 yards. That's my prediction of the game. He's going to throw for over, over 400 yards. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, Michael, Michael Thomas is going to get over 120 yards receiving. And I'm going to say uh, Traquan Smith is going to have two touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they don't have to do anything on the run game today. They could just air the ball through four quarters, and win the game. They really could because they're because the thing that's holding Philly's defense back is the secondary, mm-hmm. and it's been the whole entire year. It was last year too. And that's yeah, how, I mean, that's, that's why, why the Super Bowl was such a high scoring affair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be a blowout. So. Yeah. So. We'll Move on to the what the Min- Sunday night football game. Yeah, Minnesota and Chicago. 
I don't know, man. Um, I'm going to go Minnesota. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I got to see this one a primetime game. That's like, not, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Last week I said I, I want to see the Bears win a divisional game. They did. They did. I want to see them win a primetime game now. Yeah, because to me this is saying, all right, Chicago, are you for real? We know you got the players. We know you've got the schemes. We know you've got explosive stuff that can happen on offense. But can you put it all together in a primetime game against a team that is on your heels for the division lead? Yeah. The Vikings win this, they lead the division. Mm-hmm. The Bears drop down to, like, what, the sixth seed in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be that type of way throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. But the Bears can make a statement and saying, like, no, we're going to go up to 7-3. and three. Mm-hmm. We're going to take command of this division, and we are not letting go. Like, this is the Bears' moment to really say, no, we're a legit contender. Because yeah. the Vikings are a good football team. Um, they've got Daniel Hunter, um, or Daniel Hunter is how you say it. Daniel Hunter, I always say his name wrong. Um, he's playing outstanding this year. I mean, he's out of his mind. He's a yeah. guy that's playing like a top 10 for sure defensive end pass rusher. Maybe a top five right yeah. now. I mean, he's, he's balling. Um, Everson Griffin being back is huge. You know, Harrison Smith is a solid guy. I mean, they've got a good defense. They've got guys that have yeah. started being able to put it together. And that offense has just been pretty solid all season. They've been, they've had explosive plays. They can pass on anybody they want to. And the run game starting to pick it up too. Yeah. The, the here's the key though, Khalil Mack's gonna have to have a huge impact. Like Khalil Mack needs to have like three it's sacks. The D line, the, the pressure. Well, yes. Getting the, to Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. We know Khalil Mack's gonna do what he does. He's yeah. gonna play. He's gonna have probably a sack, sack and a half or two. This is what he does. He's going to need to do it. Just cause a turnover on Kirk Cousins early in the game. It's going to get in his head. Mm -hmm. Because Kirk Cousins is easily influenced by one turnover. I'm interested in the matchup of Kyle Fuller versus Stephon Diggs. Because I I know he's going to be matched up on him. Yeah. Um, Because Stephon Diggs is just a better, like, I would say a more gifted athlete than Adam Thielen. But Adam Thielen's a gifted athlete as well. Like, the dude can run past people and shake people. Um, I'm gonna, I'm looking for Kyle Fuller to see what he can do. He's gonna probably be matched up on both of them, mm. honestly. Uh, I want to see Bryce Callahan in the slot. I think Bryce Callahan is the best slot, is the best slot corner in the league. He's playing like it. He's uh, playing he good. Is, he's playing amazing. And if they put Stephon there or they put uh, Adam Thielen there, that's gonna be a fun matchup to watch. Uh, because just for some factors, they're two of the best route runners in the league. Mm-hmm. He's the best. I think he's the best slot corner in the league. Yeah. The Quan Treadwell's not gonna get anything on him. Unless it's like, it, unless they're just playing like deep for some reason, and uh, like ten yards off, and he just throws a little dink and dunk to him. Yeah. Uh, but I think Minnesota has to get the run game going. Yeah. To win this game, and Chicago has to trust Trubisky. Yes. You, you, we've yes, seen yes, in yes. the past they don't. Tr- uh, Matt Nagy tra- uh, gets away from trusting him in the uh, fourth quarter a little bit mm. when they get leads or. In big games, he gets, he gets away. worried because he's like, "Oh, don't make a mistake, don't make a mistake." Yeah, and but you need to trust him. You sell for a fifty-yard field goal with uh, Cody Parkey in overtime. Yeah, you don't trust him enough. Yeah. So, if Nagy can show that that ability to trust Trubisky, yeah. the Bears have a good shot of winning this game. Yeah, but if he pulls back the reins after they get a lead or something, I will very well get concerned, which is what I'm thinking could happen. Which yeah. is why I see the Vikings win the football game. I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, but I just see the Vikings kind of. More mature. They've kind of been there. They've done that. Yeah. Primetime game is probably nothing to them. I think they'll be able to have yeah. handle it. So uh, we'll go to the Chiefs and the Rams. Our last game, the Monday night football game. Move from Mexico to uh, back to Los Angeles. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, it is. Um, actually, you know what? This could be one of those, like, it's going to be so hyped that it be it, it's bad. Like, it could very well do that. But I don't see it happening. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. 
I think it'll be like the Vikings game that the Rams played. I think it'll be like the Saints game that the Rams played. But I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they have better defensive players. Guys are going to make better, be able to make more plays. Aaron Donald's probably going to make some big-time um, pressures and sacks and turnovers in this game. Yeah. Um, and Marcus Peters, it's his old team. Mm-hmm. He had issues with them. He needs to step up. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not been the worst corner in the league this year, but he's not been great. Yeah. And he needs to really step up, especially against his former team. Prove why they traded for you. Prove why the Chiefs shouldn't have traded to you. Like, have a couple interceptions. Like, do it. Because if you can't, Pat Mahomes is going to ball all over this defense. Yeah. He's just going to have He's just gonna have to worry about getting sacked. That's their only thing. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I just think the Rams are just a more complete team right now. But I still think it'll be a fun game. Yeah. Uh, have Kansas City win this. Okay. I think they're going to pick on that secondary. Okay. Uh, and the thing is with the Rams, they, they do stall out at times on offense. That, yeah, they can. Times. And Kansas City has the ability not to stall out against that type of secondary and that type of linebacking core, which is not the best in the league. It's, no, no. It's, it's middle of the pack linebacking core. Mm-hmm. And you have a bottom bottom of the league uh, statistically uh, secondary. Mm-hmm. I think Pat Mahomes going to go 400 yards, six touchdowns. Like you said, a high-scoring game. But because the Rams stall out once, one or two times, it's going to cost them the game. Like uh, how Minnesota stalled out against them. Mm-hmm. On the Thursday night game. I like how they start out against uh, the Saints. The Saints. Yeah, I think it's going to be like that. And uh, what offense is not going? What offense is going to make the first mistake? Yeah, that's who's going to lose this football game. Because mm-hmm. I think if as long as the offenses click, this could be touchdown, touchdown, yeah. touchdown, 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 until we're like, okay, this is starting to get a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it could be like one of those long four-hour type of games because there's so many touchdowns are scored. Yeah, uh, I'd love this. I, this is why I wish I can, I can they see had overtimes. Yeah. in college. Uh, from college in the NFL. Because we can easily get a 100 Oh, my game. gosh. This would be so fun. But I, I understand why they don't do yeah, it as well. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> was, uh, it would be funny, though, if this game ends up being like a 15 to 10 game, like a real low-scoring game. That would be hilarious. That would be weird. I mean, like, look, yeah. I'm not going to be shocked. Yeah, I I'm not going to be shocked if I can it see happens. Justin Houston getting a couple sacks, a couple turnovers, like, it's Maybe just, these defenses really step up. Like this is they, the biggest game of Pat, Pat Mahomes' career, I think. Right? Oh, yeah. To this point, yeah, to for this sure. Point, and to, for yeah, sure. I think this is the biggest game of Jared Goff's career at, to this point. Okay. It's uh, a fair no, one. No, no, never mind, never mind. The Saints. This is probably the second best. The playoff game, it was more of the team. Uh, this, I think this is the second biggest game. Uh, the Saints was the first because they had to beat them and they didn't win, so Saints were not first. Uh... The Rams kid, I, this is his biggest game, and we got to see him in big moments. Mm. We got to see him make a big moment. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be key here. See how these two young quarterbacks handle this big moment. That's going to be the key of the game. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I mean, kind of. I guess that kind of wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. That was our Week 11 predictions, kind of going into all these games. I hope yeah. you guys enjoy your weekend of football. And that all your teams win, unless you're a Titans fan. Yeah. My Colts can win. Or a Minnesota. Or a Minnesota fan, so Wyatt's Bears can win. Uh, But, yeah, regardless, you know, it's all fun. We we just love doing this. We have a lot of fun talking about these games and going over them and just kind of dissecting them and Mm -hmm. just kind of going into them and seeing what's up. And so we appreciate you guys that do listen, that, you know, do enjoy it. And, you know, we just enjoy making it. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. And have a great weekend of football and just a great weekend in general. See ya. Have a good one.